said we cry, 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 we cry together. Oh, oh, let's go when I cry. You cry, we cry together. When I cry, you cry, we cry together. When I cry, you cry, we cry together. When I cry, you cry, we cry together. I love my wife, I love my life. <laughs> Listen, so... I'm recording in this truck and I'm going to do my best to be mindful of how loud I am because I got this close ass fucking mic up to my goddamn mouth and I ain't trying to bust nobody's eardrums out. <laughs> What's going on, good people? How's everybody doing? Look here, if you is hearing the sound of my voice, that means you is locked into another episode of Hell is Round the Corner. I'm your host, Lou Cypher. And the reason I started off with that little ditty, um, shout out to Jairo rude and little mo um so the, the conversation happened on the timeline um today as a matter of fact about hood ass funeral songs and so it, it started with the song d for by dis this is for my homie for those of y'all born in the 90s it, this is for my homies this is for my homies well that that song like they played that shit at every hood nigga funeral to like 98 so you know it, so many of us were inundated with that song um the crossroads was another one um, if you from, if you from where I'm from down in Louisiana, we, Master P had one, um, I miss my homies. So yeah, all we, so we, you know, between cracking guns, niggas was dropping like flies. So, you know, the, the hood funeral anthem was literally a genre for a while. So, um, but the reason I started off with Ja Rule and Lil Mo's I Cry is because I told y'all I was going to tell a story about the time I went to a funeral and they sang that song complete with Ja Rule's first verse. So we got to go back to my senior year in high school. So this is 2002. Yeah, because I, I remember I was a senior. Anyway, long story short, it ain't really that much to it. Um, a local hood nigga named Keon, he um he died. You know, he um got shot and all that stuff like that. So, you know, everybody, for some reason, we all went to his funeral. But I mean, but I mean, we knew him. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, he um when I, like when I was a freshman in high school, he was a senior. And you know he was one of them. He was one of them niggas that was always grown, even when he was in high school. So you know that's what we knew him for and everything like that. But like I said, he was you know he was a street dude, all that shit like that. And so you know things ended up happening. And so you know we went to the funeral. So we all sitting there. Um, my sister wasn't there. It was me. Who who was that? Was that me and Ash? Anyway, all, all I remember, I'm sitting in the pew, 
And, you know, somebody got up to sing a selection. It was a girl named Misi. Uh, we, we also went to school with her. So Misi got up there and she started singing, When I Cry. You could, so she do a little more part. And Misi could sing. She was sounding decent. So, you know, we kind of in there like, you know, the elders, they wasn't tripping. They're like, okay, well, I guess the kids got to have something. So, you know, we sitting there. She, she grooving. Out of nowhere, here comes his cousin. I didn't know his cousin. I didn't find out it was his cousin until after the uh, after the service. This big nigga comes out the back. I love my life. I love my wife. And he like he doing the whole verse. Of, I'm like, oh shit. I'm sitting there looking like the, the elders were flabbergasted. <laughs> I don't think anybody knew that that was going to happen, but all I remember was he got to that first hole because there's a hole somewhere in one of them lines. Soon as he said that, that that minister of music or whoever was said, scamp, nope, not today, and cut that shit short. They got him off the stage. The funeral went on as proceeded, but when I tell you everybody, the the, the, the looks of pure... Horror on the faces of the elders is easily one of the funniest things I have ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Keon down in the cast and the casket open and shit like that. And they they screaming rap legs. Listen, it was a lot. But yeah, that's basically the story. It wasn't nothing to it, but that's what happened. I heard I cry at a funeral. <laughs> oh shit. Let me tell you something. There is a lot to cover this this um this go around because so i ain't gonna like to be told to be totally honest i wasn't gonna record this week because it's getting down to the holidays and let me tell you something everybody on autopilot right now everybody's in fuck it mode right now you know it's like we phoning everything in right now but let me tell you something yesterday was one of them days where every last one of you hard ERs decided to act a plum ass. So it just, I'm like, you know what? It, there's no way in the world I can go let this shit slide and not get some of this shit out. So I'm going to do my best to, you know, give my little two cents on what these famous niggas doing. And, you know, we going to get through this as fast as we can. <laughs> Amen. Let's go. Um... I want to start off by saying, first and foremost, congratulations to Reverend Raphael Warnock um, for keeping his, for defeating the fucking walking CTE crash dummy, Herschel Walker, and maintaining his Senate seat. Um, Atlanta, Georgia, we showed out, we did our thing. Because let me tell you something, these white people really think that they're going to dissuade us from voting somehow. It's, y'all, it's not working. You know what I'm saying? We out there in chairs, somebody to pack some chicken. We're in those lines. We're going to stay in those lines because we're going to vote you motherfuckers out of here one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Gerrymandering and all that shit be damned. We about to do what the fuck we got to do. So, you know, I ain't about to go into no long, you know, no long thing about it. I just want to give them congratulations and just, yeah, man, you know, things are pushing forward. You know what I'm saying? Whether you want to, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, um, good is prevailing. You know, people want decency. People want, you know, uh, a country they can be proud of again. You know what I'm saying? 
So, you know, people going to keep turning out. We're going to keep, you know, these MAGAs, they, 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 they falling off by the wayside. I don't know why Trump doing this shit again. Talking about he going to run. He about to get embarrassed. It's like nobody for the fuck shit anymore. We about to be in these lines. We about to be voting. And you know what I'm saying? Y'all just going to have to fucking deal. So, But also shout out to the DJ at Reb Warnock's, um, at Reb Warnock's victory but the, the, the after party, that's what I was calling it, because that shit was sounding like the club in Atlanta circa 2005. Like, they played Nuck If You Buck. You know, they doing the swag surfing. I swear on God, I heard a Jeezy song. I, I, I don't think I'm making it up. I swear I heard and then what? Like, and then what? First time goes that my flow. And then what? I swear I heard it. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I guess, listen, you know, stranger things. But I was like, y'all, come on now. Why is this? Why, why are we doing this? But anyway, congratulations, Rem Warnock. You know, keep making us proud and all that good shit like that. Let's see. Let me get this. Let me get this out the way, too, because it's getting stale. But I do want to mention it. So um, TJ Holmes does not appear to be coming back to Good Morning America. Um, from what I've seen, they've replaced him with one DeMarco Morgan. Um, y'all know me, y'all know I don't do the light skins like that. All right, that boy finding him. <laughs> that boy finding a bitch. I ain't lying. I said, God damn. They replaced, so they replaced this nigga with a younger, hotter light skin. But the kick part is this nigga gay. So let me tell you something. When he, when he, when they, when, you know, when they, when he, when they had him on there and everything like that, um, if you sp if you spent any time in Atlanta, and you was out in the time that you spent in Atlanta, you was out in these streets doing tricky dick things. These kids gonna know you, and they gonna fucking talk. And that's exactly what happened. Within an hour, all that boy T was on Twitter. <laughs> and the thing is, you know these these people not lying. You know everybody ain't lying on your motherfucking ass. So you was out here. I don't know if he's out or not. I mean, it's he. Some somebody get at me on 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 the timeline and let me know because I he I think he's out I don't know but anyway it don't seem to be no secret that he enjoys the butt sex so it was just so funny to me because it just felt like them them execs at, at Good Morning America was like all right Amy bitch you try it with this one I fucking dare you you fucking try it damn it. <laughs> like they went on here got the gay boy and said you know because you and this friendly pussy we cannot have this on this on this god fearing program we gotta stop you some kind of way ho so yeah i just wanted to mention that i thought that was that was wild but my thing is it's just tj is just the latest victim of fuck around and find out my nigga you cannot be down to your fucking job doing happy dick shit you know what I'm saying? This dude was fucking interns. He was fucking PAs and all that. I'm like, bruh, like have some fucking decorum. Like if you if you gonna if you gonna be out here doing dirty dick shit, don't do it at work. But we're gonna be talking about some people with some workplace um bullshit um later on. We gonna get get to all that. But yeah, you know, shout out to Demarco um Demarco Morgan. You know, welcome to Good Morning America. You know, I might I might catch a few programs since you since you on there now, but from what I understand, um, he's he's a black okay. 
Okay, let me sit up real quick. See, I was I was laid down in a reclining position because, you know, I was kind of resting myself. But let me sit up real quick. I'm so sick of this shit. I am so tired of every nigga I find to be remotely attractive being attracted to fucking white men. I've talked about this at length on this podcast before. I'm not about to go into the long diatribe right now. But I just want the, I want the universe and all you motherfuckers listening right now to know I am tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers, motherfuckers telling me I got to deviate from my type. That's my problem. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I got to start giving hood bookers a chance. Anybody know me know I can't stand a hood sissy. I can't, I can't stand you, and, you, you Andrew, what is that, Andrew Dotson, Anthony Dotson, Antoine Dotson. I can't stand you, Antoine Dotson sissies. I call y'all motherfuckers the dirty wife beater gays. I hate you motherfuckers. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. It ain't nothing y'all could do for me but tell me which way to go from a black and mild. I can't stand you bitches. But I, I feel like maybe I need to broaden my horizons. I don't know. Somebody help me. Let me let, let, let me know. Let me know what kind of motherfuckers I need to be dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, until me and Winston do figure out what this is that we doing, you know, because I'm allowing him to be out here being famous and shit, you know, and getting to the bag and everything. But he know one day I'm going to have to pull the leash for the eye, right, nigga. Come on. Now, what we doing? You know what I'm saying? Because we we do go together real bad. I just want y'all to understand that. You know, I appreciate y'all tagging me and all this shit and everything like that. I really thank you. But, you know, I see it before anybody else does, you know, because I'm special. And, um, you know, until me and him figure our shit out, I got to figure out what I'm doing out here in these streets with these people's sons. So y'all tell me what I need to be out here dating. I did not even mean to go there. I was, I'm, I, I need to be two, two types of head, but I, I, I dive into my shit. Anyway, um, let's see. So it's some more gay ass shit. So... <laughs> some pictures and videos surfaced of Kaylani and Letitia Wright doing the bohog on top of each other down to the club of this past weekend. So anybody, you know, Kaylani, she's a cool girl. You know that, like I, 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 I'm, like I said, her last album made me a fan. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that that's the homies girl. Shout the kills. You know what I'm saying? Like you know they working. They me what me and Winston going through. They going through over there. So I feel so we we understand each other right now. <laughs> but but nah, Kaylani, she's a she, she's super dope. Um, Letitia right? So I, my I I had to soften my opinion on her because I thought that she was one of them ones leaning out the closet. I ain't gonna tell you no lie, cause she was getting on my nerves with the religious shit and the anti-vax shit, and I'm like sitting up here like, girl, we can look at you and clearly see you's a lesbian. Like, what are what are we doing here? What are we doing? We went through this shit with Alicia Keys twenty years ago. We're not doing this with you. You know what I'm saying? We let Alicia Keys play in our face for fucking 20 years and, and, and taking a scrap on and taking a scrap off. You know, we're not doing this with you, Letitia. But she, it does, but, but it doesn't seem that she's hiding. It just seems that she's just, you know, she's doing her right now. And you know what I'm saying? And her and Kaylana was all up on each other, but they look good together. You know what I'm saying? And but, so here's my thing. I this is why I really want Letitia to walk in her shit like fully because that's what's gonna make you a superstar, babe. Like you already got the look. Like I've all, I, I said this when I first saw her in the first Black Panther. She she damn she she definitely graduated from the Grace Jones Academy of Androgyny. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I I love an androgynous look. Like, male, female, whoever. In, like, anybody who could just pull off that androgyny bag, that is so dope to me. Because it's like, do you know how much flavor you got to have to do that shit? For, you know, for a motherfucker to look at you in one corner of the eye and see a boy and turn back around and look at you and they see girl and then they see boy and girl existing as one. That's, nigga, that's fly. You know what I'm saying? And she does that pretty well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you could clearly see she, you know, she, you know, she's a girl, but it's just, you know, the suits, the poses, the, the, the you know, the way she holds her jawline and shit and pictures. I think that's so dope. So I just really wish she just, you know, really embraced that and really, you know, come into that. I think that's cool. But, you know, they don't, I mean, I, I mean, they ain't gonna throw no rooms. I didn't say they are thing and then, but they do look good together. They just, I just, they probably were just at the club having fun. But, you know what I'm saying? You know, one thing about us, we recognize our people. And Kaylani recognized that bitch like, mm, yeah, I, come here, listen, come here, bring that scrappy up. Like, you know, it's just, but anyway, the pictures were cute. That was cute. Everybody got their little, their little jokes off and shit like that. It was fun. But yeah, shout out to Kaylani and Letitia. Y'all keep being, y'all keep on out here with the dykery. We love it. We love to see it. Let's see where we at. I'm going to breeze through this really quickly because I don't really have much to say. So the Derek Jackson dude, if you don't remember him, he was the one who had his wife on camera clutching her hand with the fervor of a dying man and had her sitting by him dressed like the Monopoly man. Um... He, I think he cheated on her or some shit like that. Anyway, he left them. This super religious woman he was with is this super Kojic woman who was on. She got her ass on the internet, opened her Bible, and started casting spells on people, talking about her marriage. Well, he went on ahead and left her. And he left her for a baddie. So don't have too much to add to that. You know, you let this man convince you to be out here dressed like goddamn Mr. Magoo. Meanwhile, this nigga fine as fuck because he is that. I, now, see, <laughs> that's that's my type. See, that's what I go for. Y'all y'all know how I like him. Y'all know I like him <laughs> thick and dark, you know, like chocolate. <laughs> but, but yeah, nah, the old, old boy bad to the motherfucker. And you sitting up here dress, uh, looking like this and got him having you out here looking in and every kind of damn way and look what he done left you for. You know what I'm saying? I, and again, I'm not saying if that's how you comfortable dressing, if you comfortable dressing like a mobster during Prohibition, by all means, go ahead and do that. All I'm saying is you seem to be very invested in his marriage. You know what I'm saying? And I let me let me let me walk away from this before I say something stupid. You know, I'm 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 giving to that. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. Let's see where we going, where we going, where we going. Let me get this out the way right now so I can just go ahead and cuss cuss y'all motherfuckers out one good time and we can just be done with it. So Brittany Griner, um, she um, was released from Russian prison the other day. I do not know the day, y'all. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm a truck driver. I never know my days. But anyway, it was in the last couple of days they released. They went ahead and released her. You know, shout out to um, President Biden and uh, Vice President Harris. Look, they be working, y'all. Y'all be talking that shit about them folks. They out here making shit happen and making shit shake behind the scenes. So they went ahead and got her from over and everything. They did the prisoner swap. Um, 
with, with, it was her and the Russian arms dealer that they had been talking about since, you know, the rumor came out that they were going to do a prisoner swap. And so, you know, um, I'm thankful, so thankful that Brittany is home. Um, she's safe. She seems to be in good health and good spirits. And you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, you know, that's just got to be a wonderful feeling. You know, she made it home for the holidays and, you know, just shouts to her. You know what I'm saying? She, she did that time like a fucking G. You know what I'm saying? You know, she, you know, she wasn't out here crying in the camera and shit like that. And I know she had to be terrified. You know what I'm saying? This is Russia we talking about. You know what I'm saying? And not only is she a, a political prisoner over there, but she's a, a large queer black woman. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I could imagine that, you know, she was just pretty scared about what could have happened to her. But she didn't show it. She showed resilience. She showed, you know, grace, character, all that good shit. So I'm just, I got to commend her for that. Okay. Now that you ask your niggas, y'all took what should have been a happy, joyous moment and turned it into complete shit. Because here's my, this is the thing that I found the most ridiculous. So if you don't know what I'm, what I'm referencing, I'm talking about you motherfuckers talking about some damn, oh, they made a bad trade. I mean, I would have did that. They, do you know how dangerous this man is? They call him the merchant of death. She just a basketball player. Well, shut y'all stupid motherfucking asses up. All this, any other time y'all motherfuckers whine and complain about white people getting preferential treatment over us and you know what I'm saying? Oh, they always go pick the white man. They always go pick the white woman. The one time they prioritize a black person over somebody white and here you stupid motherfuckers go complaining. Shut up. Ah, damn. Why they didn't get the Marine? He a Marine. He a... We, but John Whaley, man, he been over there longer than her. They just... So, apparently, Russia also has a uh, a, US, a former U.S. Marine over there. I think it's Whalen, is it His name is Whalen. Paul Whalen, something like that. I should have looked this up. I didn't. I'm sorry. But anyway, he's been over there for a couple of years now. You know, and so niggas sitting up there talking about something. It's a bad trade. Why they left the Marine over there? First of all, the, if you do a little reading and do a little research and some due diligence, you'll find that he was dishonorably discharged. Um, he has a number of infractions against him, all that shit like that. And the big thing is he's over there for espionage. He's a fucking spy. They're not going to let him go. You know what I'm saying? You got the you got the biggest Russian asset since motherfucking potatoes, who was the, the child made president. He sat in that goddamn over office for all 40 years that that white man was locked up over there. And him and he, he couldn't call Putin. Putin was his good Judy, his homegirl. He couldn't have got on the phone and be like, say, bitch, look, you got you got old boy over there. Can we get him or not? No, what's up? You know what I'm saying? If anybody could have broken him coming home, it would have been um, that orange motherfucker. But he did not. You know what I'm saying? It just really amazed me how many of you motherfuckers became foreign policy experts over fucking night. Y'all don't know shit. 
God damn it, Kanye West convinced y'all motherfuckers that y'all ancestors was out here just having a damn, um, ha having a kickback in cotton fields. They chose that shit. He convinced y'all of that. How the fuck you stupid motherfuckers have goddamn insight to fucking hostage negotiations with a hostile foreign nation? Shut all the fucks up. Stupid bitches. They made a bad trade. Let me tell you something. About two weeks ago, a group of domestic terrorists shut down the entire power grid to North, the state of North Carolina. The day that Brittany Griner was released, the, the night before, they apprehended a U.S. A, a, I don't know if he was a former Marine or a current Marine, but anyway, he was a Marine. They apprehended him in Vegas, armed to the teeth, with all the machine guns, all the ARs, grenade launchers, and everything. He was about to go on a goddamn killing spree. You know what I'm saying? White children shooting their mamas in the head because they ain't getting them shit off Amazon. And y'all worried about a goddamn arms dealer? I promise you, it ain't no worse than what we got out here right now. White men out in this motherfucker running amok. Right here, right this second. And y'all up here trying to sound smart. They made a bad trade. Shut up! You same motherfuckers talking all that bullshit talking about how she shouldn't be free. Y'all bitches will sit up there and ring y'all grandmama phone off the hook to get her to put her fucking house up because your ass don't want to spend a weekend in Central Booking on a simple possession charge. You know what I'm saying? You stupid motherfuckers. And I'm here's my thing. I want you to say what this is really about with your whole ass fucking chest. This big black queer woman, you don't feel like her life has any value. You know what I'm saying? That's what this is about. Because I promise to God, if goddamn Tom Brady Trump loving motherfucking asses over there and they got him out, y'all wouldn't be saying a goddamn thing. You know? Don't use shit like this to try to get your shit off on a sneak. Say it with your chest. I don't think y'all should have brought that dyke back. I'd have more respect for you if you say what the fuck you actually fucking mean. You know what I'm saying? But it was just so fucking ridiculous. It's a win, y'all. It's a fucking win. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's, 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 and the thing is, I and again, I hate to be this guy because you know, y'all know me. I'm not, I'm not the anti-black man guy. I'm not that guy. But when, when, when my, when, when those of my numbers showing out and being stupid, I gotta say something, niggas, man. We gotta do fucking better. It's always us falling for the okie doke. And the thing is, y'all motherfuckers be out here sounding just like white men and don't even fucking realize it. The talking points that y'all was using when you were sounding like white men. You know what I'm saying? And, and until, we, until we as black men can exercise this fucking, this demon of wanting to be like white men off of us, we gonna keep fucking losing. So that's really all I have for it. Fuck all you niggas. You know, I'm happy that woman is home. They had her on some bullshit. 
you know? So, yeah, that's that's basically it. Shout out to Brittany Griner. Welcome back. Okay. Let's see. Where we at? <laughs> Let's see. All right. So, this just happened. Let's... We got to sit with this and really, really unpack. So Diddy just dropped a fresh new baby out of nowhere um, the other night. And the internet just went into a, 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 a kerfuffle. <laughs> um, he, he said his new baby, the baby's name is Love. That's all I know. Love something combs. It's a little girl. He's happy. And he didn't say nothing else about it. And so yeah, they went and dug the baby mom up. Of course, she's an exotical. And all that shit like that. Then you got the people out here talking about some, well, you know he's doing all this shit to dodge the gay rumors. Here's my thing. Now, now this is something I do want to say that, that kind of goes apart from this, but it's something I want to say while it's at the forefront of my mind. I really want y'all to stop, uh, stop ascribing poor people relationship dynamics and poor people morality onto these super rich motherfuckers. That nigga's a billionaire. He Billionaires don't play by the same rules we play by. I said it on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again. My granddad always said, love is for poor people. You know what I'm saying? When you got that many zeros behind your name, the rules just stop applying. Of course, did it, of, I bet my 10 to your one, he didn't have sex with me, and of course he has. He's rich. Rich people. Rich people are perpetually bored. They're always looking for the next wave. You know what I'm saying? And when you've been as rich as he has for as long as he has, did it and probably had all the pussy. And you know, I guarantee he sat down in the mansion one night and was like, you know, you know what'd be lit right now? I don't know, some dick, man. Like, I, 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 I ain't never tried it, you know. Because what, the, what you gonna tell a motherfucker worth a, a billion dollars, nigga? I could buy and sell you ten times over. Your opinion means nothing, you know. So I want y'all to understand that when you're talking about these people's relationship dynamics, when you're talking about their sexuality, they got, they have too much fucking money. So, like, nigga, money buys freedom and fluidity and all that shit like that. So. Yeah, of course. Any fucking way. So this all, of course, went on Carisha, Miss Hate, Miss Go Poppy herself. So Carisha was just sitting down, minding her goddamn business. I don't know, probably rolling a blunt and, and rapping off beat somewhere. And so out of nowhere, the Winnie the Pooh of hip hop journalism just starts coming for her. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about DJ Academics, big uncomfortable build ass. I can't stand that motherfucker. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. I can't stand. I can't stand that bitch made ass, shaped like a jug of Tampico ass nigga. I hate him. You know because what kind? What kind of? What kind of man? Out of all the hip hop blogs, all the women out here, all the Angela Yees, all the fucking um, the 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 Angie Martinez and shit like that, all the women that could have got a Carisha. Here you bring your big fucking tubby ass. Oh. You the side chick now. You big bitch. Like, oh, God, he irks me. Something is going to happen to that dude. Something is going to happen to his big, uncomfortable motherfucking ass. This motherfucker stay playing some games with motherfuckers that he ain't even built like. You know what I'm saying? You can look at the nigga and see he can't fucking fight. Like, he, he looks like he ain't got no fucking hands. Like, you, why is you always talking greasy about somebody and you know good and goddamn well, nigga, I'll cut a pork roast off your fat ass back? You know? 
So he going at Carisha all crazy. So, you know, they going back and forth on the internet and everything. Santana got involved somehow. And let me tell you something. If nobody whoops his ass, I just pray. I pray that it be Santana that could do it. Because, listen. Y'all think, think people got hands out here. Let me tell you something about the gay community. I'm talking more specifically about the gay community. This ain't got nothing to do with the L's, the B's, or the T's. I'm talking to the G's right now, the gays. Nobody, nobody loves some fisticuffs more than a gay. Especially a certain particular breed of gay. Santana is that breed of gay. You know what I'm saying? I saw a tweet earlier today. They were like, you know, y'all forget that these gays are still men. They can let me tell you something. That, it, the, the gay men fighting ain't got nothing to do with us being men because they got grown ass men out here who ain't got no hands. The reason that fisticuffs come to us like they do is because we've been fighting all our goddamn lives. You know what I'm saying? Like I told, uh, I told some straight cats. Uh, it was it was a couple of years ago. It was at a barbershop. You know, and we, it wasn't no, it wasn't no static or nothing. But I just told him like, I'm better than all of y'all. And you know, they're like, what you mean? What do you mean by that? It's because we had to go through everything y'all motherfuckers went through as black men, because we're black men first. You know what I'm saying? We had to go through all that shit. We had to deal with people treating us fucked up because of uh, the color of our skin. Then on top of that, we had to turn around and fight you motherfuckers too. You know how many times in my life I'd have had to fight friends. I'd have had to fight friends of friends. I'd have had to fight my cousins. I'd have had to fight my po. I'd have had to fight niggas just randomly walking down the street who knew I was gay and they just uh, they just decided to think I was soft. I had to fight them. I had to go to school and fucking fight. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't go to fuck. I had to go to game at school. Oh, that's that gay dude over there. Hey, shit, it's up. I gotta be ready any fucking time. We've been fighting all our fucking lives. You know what I'm saying? We've been fighting you ashy niggas all our lives. We've been fighting white folks all our lives. Nigga, we battle tested. You know what I'm saying? Then on top of that, then on top of that, you think I, a motherfucker like me had to make secret things. I ain't have it as bad as the film boy or the Santana or the genderqueer, the Uncle Clifford's. You know what I'm saying? Or the trans or the trans members of the community. I didn't have it as bad as them. They fought more than me. Cause not only did they have to fight everybody I fought, they had to fight niggas like me too. They had to fight, they had to fight the gays that don't fuck with them. They gotta fight the trade that wanna fuck them, but when somebody find out, they wanna come kill them. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that to say this. A Santana will stomp a mud hole in your motherfucking ass. And I pray he the one to catch DJ Academics. That, but anyway, that I, I I just had to get it off my spirit. <laughs> but yeah, this whole situation is funny. You got Diddy jumping on. You know, Carisha's not my side chick. You know, I love my little shorty bop. Nigga, you called a shorty bop on the damn internet. You didn't call her your lady. Your shorty bop. Come on now, man. All I'm saying is I hope Carisha's striking while the iron is hot. Getting what she has to get out of this situation, getting her exposure, and getting the fuck on. Don't be out here falling in love with that nigga. That nigga old enough to be your damn paw. You know, you seem to be a smart girl. I hope you're a smart girl. Get in, get out. Do that city girl shit. 
Or do that city girl shit only work on broke niggas? I don't know. But I just thought the whole situation was funny. Because it's like, it's it's crazy because I posted a picture of my baby sister um, on the timeline. Because I'm like, the, the news didn't rock me because I got one of them daddies. You know what I'm saying? My pa is, uh, I'm 30, I'm 39. My baby sister is seven. Shout out, Muffin. <laughs> That's my little baby. Uh, she's seven. I'm, so I'm the oldest, she the youngest. And we got 32 years between us. You know what I'm saying? My dad is still out here. Hell, my my stepmother is younger than six of my daddy's children. You know, my pa's still out here moving the groove, and I got I got one of them, so I understand. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, I, like I said, it was just it was just seemed funny to me. It's a wild situation. At the end of the day, all these people are rich, and all these people are fine. They're gonna be all right. And everything is everything. Moving along. Okay, where we going? Where we going? Where we going? Where we going? All right, let's do it. So, Tory Lanez is now on trial for gun possession and for shooting Meg. And you niggas are being unbearable, per usual. So, mm. oh shit, throat was dry. <laughs> but um anyway the trial started the prosecution doing their thing they brought the friend kelsey meg's friend she she was uh, she i think she was a star witness or some shit like that and let me tell you something all you motherfuckers that discredited that woman all this time now, i ain't gonna lie the way they were talking about it and the way they were handling it, the, it it was a little irritating but i never doubted that that woman was telling the truth was telling the truth because there were only four people in the car one of them motherfuckers shot her. I don't think it was a homegirl. The damn sure wasn't a driver. It only leaves one motherfucker. They, the girl testifies. She told she told the people that she called Meg's, texted Meg's bodyguard. They pulled the text records. They pulled the phone records. He called her. He called Meg from jail. He's texting them, apologizing and shit, an admission of guilt. The police pulled him over. The warm gun was in the car. They got body cam footage, ring camera footage. That little motherfucker is going to jail. That nigga's going to jail. And I will be happy when his little treasure troll looking ass do. Because it's just like, come on now. You know, then y'all motherfuckers still out here talking about something. Well, maybe the girl shot him. Man, shut up, niggas. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Why y'all out here dying on these hills for these trashy motherfuckers? I would never understand. The nigga shot the woman. It is what it is. I promise you, you can live without his music. I promise you. You know, it's just, it's, 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 the whole thing is so weird. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, she was fucking, she was fucking him. He was, she was fucking the baby. She was fucking Ben Simmons. That woman could have fucked the whole starting line of the goddamn Raiders. It wouldn't matter. And y'all, y'all kill me with this shit. So, okay. Again, I'm going to have to get a straight dude on the show soon. Because there are so many questions I have to ask y'all. What is this Madonna horror complex that all you motherfuckers have? You know what I'm saying? You won't. 
You want you, you want you want a freak bitch swinging off shit, thongs all up ass, making a pussy clap and all that kind of shit like that. But you don't want nobody else to have ever touched her before. You know, she can't have nobodies. Oh God, she had sex with somebody else before me. Oh, she's she's defiled. What is that? Where does that come from? You know what I'm saying? It don't matter who the woman fucked. She in a relationship with a nigga who loves her now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you be sitting up, y'all sitting up there, y'all got y'all baby mamas in these relationships with y'all. Like I said, y'all make the women nut. This woman ain't came since she first met you. You know what I'm saying? But damn if she, damn if she have a pass. Damn if she know what happiness of any sort is. Y'all are the biggest weirdos when it comes to that shit. Like, I just, I'll, I'll never understand that. Why who she fuck is pertinent in this case, I have no clue. You know, I just wish she would have made better decisions. Because logistically, I'm still, I'm trying to understand how Tory Lanez and Meg would, just the logistics of it. Because a nigga is four foot nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't but so far you could bend over. What she was like, th that woman probably had to literally lay on her stomach like she was crawling from out of fire to let your little ass get on top of you and do top of her and do your business. Like, I I just really want to understand how it worked. That's that that's the extent of what I want to know. But other than that, all that shit is irrelevant. The, the, the little motherfucker going to jail. Like. You should have seen this motherfucking ass walking away from the court. They interviewing him. He trying to smile and shit with that ugly ass suit looking like a damn ring bearer. Little bitch. They got to fling your little ass in that damn prison so fucking fast. They lowering the bed for your little short ass as we speak. But uh, that, that happened. That's going on. It is what it is. But the thing that we to take away from this is he did shoot that woman. All right, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Let me see. How long I've been doing? How long? How long I've been going? It don't matter. Fuck it. We here. Oh, uh, let's see. So this week on the bird, a couple of things. There are a few things that I want to mention. First, um, so there were some nurses at the Emory Hospital in Atlanta, um, that worked in labor and delivery. They decided to do a TikTok on different things about patients that irked them that bothered them and so the tiktok went viral people saw it was nurses talking about patients they didn't like it the hospital didn't want the bad press they fired them so i saw the tiktok and here's the thing to be honest they wasn't saying anything super inflammatory you know what i'm saying here's the problem though when you have a job where you represent a, um, a company, you know what I'm saying, or entity on or off that job, why are you getting on the internet being goofy? I, I would never understand that shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't have to even do this shit at work. Y'all could have went home on y'all off time. Y'all could have had y'all plain clothes on in a nondescript room and said everything that you said. You know what I'm saying? They would be, who, who would know you was a real nurse or not? You know what I'm saying? But y'all goofy motherfuckers sat down to y'all job with y'all badges on. All your scrubs and shit talking about how you don't want the people coming up to the desk to talk to you because you don't they, you told them that they need help push the buzzer and they still come up to talk to you look here man 
I get it. The internet is great. These phones make us feel like we're on the Truman Show and that we are the star of our own miniseries 24-7. We're not. This is real life. It has real consequences. You can't be a fucking goof on the internet with your job. You know what I'm saying? And the kind of and the kind of money you make it as a nurse, baby, I, I know you couldn't afford to take a lick like this. You know? So that's my thing. I really just want y'all to understand. And that goes for all of us out here. You know, you know, I, I tend to get a little loose on the internet because of the nature of my job. You know what I'm saying? I don't have I don't have no job where nobody can hit my boss up and be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. there's Lewis on the fucking internet and he has stopped my I ain't got that. So I can get on here and pretty much be a little more liberal. But even still, I got limits. You know what I'm saying? It's just when it comes to your livelihood, don't play with that shit. You know, the internet ain't worth it because all we going to do is laugh at your dumb ass. You know, that's literally the most that we going to do. So, you know, shout out to them. I do hope they land on their feet, but learn a lesson from this. Y'all too old to be out here, you know, can on a book on the goddamn internet. So there's that. Another thing that happened that I want to talk about a little bit because it started a, a bit of a conversation that I'm interested in taking up. Um, I'm trying to scroll to find the tweet, by the way. Give me a second. See, I got to do better by having all this shit together and ready. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, let's see. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, God. Uh, let me see. Y'all, bear with me. Bear with me. What the hell? I thought I had this. Uh. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say the young lady's name. I'm just going to read the tweet. Um, Y'all buy your kids a car? Because I most definitely will not. Maybe I'll help with like part of a down payment, but if they want a car, they're going to have to work for it. I don't care. I had to buy my own car and I learned a lot about money management sacrifice. And I also felt proud as fuck. So sparked a bit of a conversation on the internet. You know, different people had different things. I'm about to give you my two cents. Um, that type of parenting is trash. Um, I say, I, I, I say that firsthand because I am the survivor of that type of parenting. You know what I'm saying? That get it out the mud parenting. It doesn't make us better like you think it does. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to the parents right now, you know, because I, because I've, I've told, I've told my story on here many times, you know, you know, I was in high school. I got kicked out at 17. So my senior year of high school, you know, with the help of my uncle, um, I had, a, I got an apartment, nigga, I had a little piece of car, I was working a fucking job, you know what I'm saying, I was out here selling little, little nick and blunt bags of weed to try to fucking, you know, supplement my income, my little meager income, all the while going to school, you know what I'm saying? Because at that time, my mother's a very different person now, but at that time, you know, she thought that... I guess she thought that that was something I needed to experience so I could know some shit about life and whatnot. Problem was, I didn't know anything about life because no one taught me about it. They just threw me out there in the water and I started drowning. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's what happens to your kids when you do that. You know, you think that, you know, you hitting them with that sick or swim, kick the bird out the nest bullshit, and then you're setting them up because what happens there? You know, they have to find ways to support themselves. They have to find money. So then they start taking all these predatory loans and shit like that when they get in college. Open up credit cards. Now they have fucked up credit. You know what I'm saying? So you're just, you're just shooting your kid in the foot. You know, setting them up like that. If you, ha I could see if you didn't have the means. If you're, if, if you're poor, mm, this is gonna sound fucked up. I don't care. If you know you want your money ain't right, you shouldn't have had kids in the first place. But I digress. But if you know, if you're not in the, in the position to give your child, still do what you can to make their way a little better than yours was. You know what I'm saying? You got the means to buy them a car. Buy them a fucking car. You know what I'm saying? Don't kick your kid out let your kid know that they are safe and loved in their home and they can be there until they get themselves on their feet to where they feel comfortable with walking out that way they ain't got a fucking struggle like i don't understand this get it out the mud parenting no take that back i understand what they're going for because here's the thing i do think that this this these this generation of kids they had it too good for too long they too far removed from struggle so you know they're a bunch of entitled little asshats and, um, you know, you want them to understand the value of shit. But here's the thing. They don't have to be out. You ain't got to throw them out in the water without a life raft to do that. You can actually parent your child. You know what I'm saying? Sit them down. Talk to them about shit. Let them know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them get blindsided. Hey, don't do this. Don't spend that money. Save this money right here. Do this, do that. Now don't get it twisted. Yeah, get you know if you want, if you know, it's ways to get your kid out there and get them acclimated to the real world without fucking just kicking them in the ass off the plank of a fucking boat. You know what I'm saying? So it was just that. That's just that's my little two cents on it. Like if y'all would be more active parents, you know, and stop and stop parenting your kids with bitterness because that's where a lot of this shit comes from. You motherfuckers are bitter. You know what I'm saying? Big mama didn't do shit for you coming up. You had you was out here in high school working two jobs and shit, walking to school, going uphill two ways. Your ass is bitter. You know, how dare you have it easy when I was out here and I had to goddamn pull myself up out of the bootstraps because my mama wasn't shit. You can't be, you can't, you, you cannot parent your kids with your bitterness. You know, what happened to you happened, you survived. So now it's time for you to make sure yours ain't got to have that happen to them. De-fucking in. You know? Oh, uh, let's see. Another thing that happened, and this was kind of annoying to me because I thought it was so stupid. But I don't understand why there's a conversation happening around this. So we saw Lil Fizz's asshole on the internet. Oh, God. Listen. Apparently, Lil Fizz, if you don't know who Lil Fizz is, Lil Fizz is the third most important member of B2K. And, you know, yeah, that, that's all I got. You know, he has OnlyFans because, of course, he has OnlyFans because I'm, I'm more than certain he's not living off them B2K checks. You know what I'm saying? So he has OnlyFans. He got on the OnlyFans. He showed his asshole. And, you know, it's gently used. 
I mean, that that's me putting it nicely. It's a it's a gently used asshole. Um, it has it has seen things. Um, yeah. And here y'all done turned this into a whole news cycle event. I'm talking now, now this is me talking to the gays. Y'all, listen to me, family. We all have alternative accounts. On those alternative accounts, we are inundated with anal hell mouths constantly. Constantly, somebody's son is posting his prolapse on the damn timeline. You know what I'm saying? Constantly, we're seeing assholes that look like cabbages all the fucking time. This is literally nothing. The, and, and to be honest, the nigga ain't even a big enough star to warn all this that y'all doing. He's just light skinned. That's y'all problem. Y'all see, y'all see something that could pass a paper bag test and lose all every fiber of your minds. It's it is a gently used asshole. I I I I I, I, I promise you, it, it, I, I, I don't know what else to say. Y'all just did the do. Yeah, it's still doing the most. You're putting the boys asshole and memes and shit. Like, come on, y'all. Let's be mature. <laughs> Let's show some maturity and some restraint here. And also another fucking thing. Since we talking about the since we talking about the freaky dicky. So there's a clip of a young lady in a in a hallway in a in, in a stairwell playing with her pussy with a vibrator with some prosthetic elf ears on and all kind of slut shrapnel in her face. Somebody comes down the stairs. Shorty is in mid-squirt and sees them coming on stairs and she takes off running. What are we doing? What are we doing? Y'all, y'all can't be this horny. Y'all can't be this fucking horny. Why? I, 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 get on, I get on the gays all the time, all this, but having sex like stray cats. We in hallways and stairwells and basements and drive throughs and motherfucking back rooms and stores, dress rooms, having sex on camera. Why are we doing this, y'all? Ma'am, you're having a full blown goddamn squirting orgasm with your raw pussy on a fucking stack wheel. With elf ears. That's the that was the part that threw me the hardest. It was the elf ears. You you mean to tell me that you wandered out of Narnia just to stick some a dildo on your pussy in a stairwell? I need I need so much clarity on on the elf ears. Here's the thing: these weren't no costume elf ears. These were these were the shits they use in movies. These were some movie prosthetics. So it took time for this, for her to put that shit, attach them to her ears, for her to play with her pussy in a stairwell. Man, why did you do that? You know what I'm saying? Y'all be doing all this wild ass shit and it never crosses your mind. Maybe a child would come across me playing in my pussy in a stairwell. It never, that never crosses your mind. Maybe a kid is going to walk down this hall and see me bent over and somebody's son doing the, the jackhammer on my back. Y'all don't think about kids at all when y'all doing this nasty shit? I, I again, this I didn't even have that in the notes. That was just something that happened on the timeline today. It just blew my fucking mind. You know what I'm saying, ma'am? 
You want to be out here in... The, you you wander yourself through the hundred acre woods to come stick something in your goddamn twat in, in the damn dirty ass stairwell. Oh, we send the goddamn flood. Send the fucking flood. It's time. Shit. Oh man. So from there we going on a loose cipher sounds. There's only one sound that I'm gonna be talking about right now, and that is scissor. Give me a second. Let me drink some water real quick. Because I feel like I'm going to need it. <sighs> so SZA dropped an album this past Friday entitled S.O.S. Um, It's not for me, y'all. Now, here's my thing. I trashed that album so bad when it dropped because I, I, listened, I listened to it the Friday, the, you know, four-day Friday morning when it dropped. I listened to it. Um, it's it's 23 tracks. It's too long, first of all. Second of all, I, I just couldn't get through all of it. And then, thematically, that album is a fucking dumpster fire. I'm gonna get to that, though. I listened to it. I trashed it. And I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. Blah, 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 blah. So what happened was, Saturday, I, um, I got home and, you know, I got to a state of elevation. <laughs> um, and then I listened to it again. So at that point, it was a little better. I listened to the second half of the album. So the second half of the album came together sonically a whole lot better. The again, lyrically, thematically, it is not going to be for me. You have to be in a very hot Cheeto space of your life for this album to resonate with you. And that's the other thing I was looking at. I was like, I was, I was paying attention to everybody on the timeline talking about how, oh my God, this is amazing. This album is perfect. It speaks to me. That this speaks to you? I, 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 let me tell y'all something. Y'all would sit up here and listen to this album with her talking all this damn, this, 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 this dirty feet bullshit. You know, all this damn how she fucking this nigga because she missed this nigga and, you know, killing exes and all this self-destructive shit. Y'all listen to this. Y'all will let it resonate with your spirit and in the same breath wonder why you're still single. Make it make sense. How you gonna wonder why you're single after listening to some shit like this and letting it touch all the inside of your soul? You know? That was my, but like I said, that was my main issue. But, but you know, because again, it came together better in the second half. But here's the thing. She literally could have cut half those songs out of that album. 23 tracks. She literally could have cut 12 of those tracks out of the album and been left with an actually good album, to be honest with you. Because here's the thing. A lot of those songs literally only exist for her to get one wild ass line off. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's the what's the song? Nobody gets me when she said what it was something something about sticking back in because I'm catching feelings against some shit like that. That whole song literally existed for her to get that one line off. You know? So you're basically just going for shock value at this point, which just cheapened the whole thing for me. You know? You could have she could have cut half them songs out and eleven or twelve tracks, her point would have gotten across a lot more succinctly and a lot more clearer. You know what I'm saying? And it wouldn't have been so much filler. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just, I, I'm a grown ass man. I'm a grown, grown ass man. I can't 
this album doesn't because I'm not in that space in my life. I know who I am. I'm secure in who I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here seeking out fuck niggas. Um, yeah. And it's just, this is just, it's just, this is, this is an album for a, for an immature person. And which is so ironic because, you know, Solana ain't no young girl. She's in her mid thirties. So for you to be, for you to still be making this confused bird music, you know, this R and bird music at your big age, I, I don't know. It, it just ain't looking too good. But that was that was my whole thing. Then she announced the tool. I said, ain't no fucking way. SZA, because again, I'm saying all this, but I don't dislike her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been listening to SZA since the, since the mixtape days. I don't dislike her. It's just this project just ain't it for me. But I wouldn't dare pay now hard-earned dime to go see SZA on no fucking tour. It, and it ain't because of her vocals. It ain't because of the music. It's because of her audience and her following. That is going to be the mustiest concert tour ever. It's going to be all you fucking, all you fucking lack of accountability having motherfucking brown weed smoking damn pop a vein open in a warm tub with some aspirin because why ass niggas? I cannot fucking deal. I, nigga, I would literally have my eyes rolled in the back of my damn gray matter the entire time because this, that particular contingent of niggas, I cannot fucking stand. You knew crunchy, you knew fucking granola crunchy, but self-destructive niggas, I can't deal with y'all. You know what I'm saying? But again, there's a lot of artists who I, t I enjoy, but I can't go, I would never go to their live shows. Another example, Jasmine Sullivan. I'm not going to a Jasmine Sullivan show. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? All you, all them fat girls and and, and fat church sisters screaming and hollering about sweating on dicks and shit. I ain't got, I, I can't deal with that. You know? But there were four songs from the album that I thought were cool. So I'm going to throw them on the playlist. And again, be your own judge. But I'm pretty sure, you know, my audience... There, a lot of y'all gonna probably have the same opinion of it as I do, but you know, again, I encourage you still to listen, and you know, and draw your own conclusions. Don't take don't don't take my word for it. Uh, let's see, what do I have for Cypher Vision? Not much. I finally watched Nope, um, this past weekend, and I know everybody has seen it, but I know I was the last one, but I enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, there was just some pause where I scratched my head. Like, I ain't know what the monkey had to do with any damn thing. But y'all came and y'all just broke it down and explained it to me. It made sense. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, the um the movie was pretty straightforward. Um, Like, the thing is, I think, I think, um, I don't think it's that Jordan Peele makes bad movies. I think we overthink his movies because of he jumped out the gate with the social commentary on Get Out. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's expecting some form of social commentary. He's just making movies at this point. I, I think that's cool. Like I said, I enjoyed Nope. 
you know, I, I, I would actually watch it again. I think about, you know, well, at the Kiki Palmer and Daniel, they did their thing. You know, the, the cast was super diverse. It didn't center white people. And that's what I do enjoy about um, Jordan Peele's movies. How his movies, they don't center whiteness. You know what I'm saying? White people, there, you know, they, they there. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's black people and POCs and, you know, different situations and, and all that kind of shit like that. So I thought it was cool. Um, I also started White Lotus. I don't know what the make of that show just yet. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. I'm, 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 I started with the first season. I'm on the third episode now and I'm bored. So y'all keep saying stick with it. It's good. I'm like, I hate this. I hate this place that we're in right now. When I watch a show, I want that shit to hit me immediately. I don't want to sit through, get to the fourth episode for the kick in. Hell no. What the fuck is this? You know, this ain't medication, nigga. I want to see it. I want to be entertained. But, you know, that's basically what I've been watching. So, that brings us to the end of this shit. You know, another mobile, another mobile edition of the show. <laughs> Look, as always, I want to thank y'all for rocking with me, for fucking with me, for listening, for tweeting about the show, for tweeting at me. For, you know, just, just all around seeming to enjoy this shit. I appreciate and thank the fuck out of all of you niggas. And until next time, drink your water or your scalp. Mind your motherfucking business. I will holler at you.